0: Hey there crimeholics it's your host Kinsey bringing you a brand new episode of Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays was a segment that was created by Holly and I to keep missing persons name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. 90,000 people in the U.S. are missing at any given time. While some are found alive or deceased the majority are still missing today and on this episode of Missing Mondays I will be bringing you the disappearance of Brittany Shank. Brittany's sister, Darian, got in touch with me over our Instagram account, and I had the opportunity to sit and talk with her about Brittany and her disappearance. Despite her and Brittany's rocky past, this woman has been an amazing advocate for her sister, Brittany, and trying to find out what happened to her and where she is. <laughs> Brittany Nicole Shank has been missing from Sturgis, Michigan since November 30th, 2018. She is a Caucasian female who, at the time of her disappearance, was 23 years old. She stands at 5 feet 1 inches tall and weighs approximately 110 pounds. At the time of her disappearance, she had black hair with a blue tint, and she has hazel eyes. Brittany also has several tattoos and piercings. She has an eyebrow piercing, a tongue ring, and a nose ring. She has the name Owen Connorspar down her right leg. She has a sugar skull on her right thigh, the name Kaden on her right upper chest, the name Zach on one of her wrists, and the initials on the other wrist. And she also has a butterfly on the small of her back. When I had the opportunity to speak to Brittany's sister Darian, she told me all about things that they had experienced in their childhood. Both Darian and Brittany are extremely strong women. Both Brittany, Darian, and their brother had experienced extreme abuse at the hands of their mother. Brittany has always had a very rocky relationship with her mother, given the fact that she experienced extreme abuse due to her behavior. During Brittany's childhood, her mother struggled really bad with a methamphetamine addiction. And when Brittany became an adult and she got pregnant with her baby, Brittany still tried to have a relationship with her mother. Unfortunately, that relationship, again, would end up taking a really rocky turn. While Brittany was pregnant with her baby, her mother ends up forcing her to use methamphetamine. I know to some of you that may sound odd. How did she force her to use methamphetamine? This type of situation, unfortunately, is not the only one of its kind. There has been multiple cases where parents have forced their children to use drugs with them. After Brittany used methamphetamine with her mother, her addiction ends up unfortunately just getting worse. Because her addiction got worse, Brittany ended up losing custody of both of her children. Being a foster parent myself, I have seen this type of situation before and have even experienced it personally. When a parent is struggling with drug abuse and they end up losing custody of their kids, one of the two things typically happens. Either they are able to eventually overbecome that addiction or, unfortunately, they end up struggling more. And in Brittany's situation, unfortunately, she did continue to struggle with her addiction. Although she did have an addiction, I'm going to make it very clear right now it does not matter if she had a drug addiction if she had an alcohol addiction or any type of substance abuse issues brittany is somebody's daughter she is somebody's sister she is somebody's mother and her life matters prior to britney's disappearance she had met a man who she ended up really falling in love with and decided that she wanted to clean up her life she wanted to marry this guy and they wanted to move away from michigan So, Brittany and this man end up moving down to the East Coast one day, but while they are on their way to the East Coast, their plans end up completely changing and get derailed. At this time, Brittany's sister Darian was no longer residing in Michigan, and she lived down south in Alabama. Darian stated that she had no idea that Brittany was going to end up deciding to come to Alabama. But she ends up getting a phone call from Brittany and Brittany says, I'm 20 minutes from your house. I want to come and see you. Darian did state that she was a little reluctant at the time to allow her sister Brittany to come stay with her given that one, that they had been in a prior physical altercation before this and two, she knew that her sister was not completely healthy. But Darian very much loves her sister and so she decided that it was okay for Brittany to go ahead and come and stay with her. For unknown reasons, Brittany and the man that she was in a relationship with that she was heading to the East Coast with were no longer together when she arrived at Darian's home. When she first got there, everything was smooth sailing. Darian and Brittany had put the altercation behind them and they were getting along really well. Unfortunately, old habits of Brittany's would start to arise and Darian told her that it is not in the best interest of her. Or her kids to have Brittany in her home anymore and she told her that she would have to go back to Michigan. Due to the events that took place down in Alabama while she was staying with her sister Darian caused Darian to decide that it was in the best interest for her to go ahead and cut all communication with Brittany but Darian does know for sure that she made it back to Michigan and she was living her life. That was until months later Darian's mother contacts her and says that Brittany has been missing for a few days and she has not been able to get a hold of her. At this point, it is December 2018, and again, it is just a few days after Brittany goes missing. On the night of November 30th, 2018, it was snowing very heavily and it was only about 23 degrees out. Brittany had borrowed a car from a friend and where she was headed, unfortunately, is unknown. But after Brittany goes missing... They end up finding the car that she was driving wrecked and Brittany was nowhere to be found. Because it was snowing so heavily outside, there was no type of footprints or anything that they could have tracked her with. But Darian did state that all of Brittany's belongings were still in the car except for her cell phone. Everything that was important to her was inside the car and Darian said she would not have voluntarily left without these belongings. When police started investigating Brittany's disappearance, they did actually get some pretty good information. They asked people in her life what she had been doing, if they had seen her that day, and according to Darian, their grandmother had actually had Brittany at her home doing her laundry. When Brittany had finished doing her laundry, she went out to her car and her grandmother followed her to say goodbye. And her grandmother stated that when she went out there, there was a man, possibly in his 20s, with mutton-chop sideburns sitting in the passenger seat. Nobody knows who this man is, and although law enforcement has mentioned him multiple times in news outlets, this man has never come forward to clear his name in the disappearance of Brittany. I wish I had more information about this man, but unfortunately, that is all I have. Another man had came forward and said that the night of Brittany's accident, she had actually came to his door. Now remember, it is only 23 degrees at this time and it is snowing like crazy. This older man said that Brittany came up to his door and was knocking on the door and when he answered, she was soaking wet and standing there barefoot. The man offered to get Brittany some jackets and so when he went to get the jacket and come back, Brittany was gone. The older man stated that he did not see anybody with Brittany, that it was just her standing there soaking wet. Another person ends up coming forward a little later on, and this is a 17-year-old boy who lives not too far from the older man. This 17-year-old boy said that he was home alone, and Brittany ends up coming onto his back porch, and she was knocking on the door. But given that he was home alone and there's a girl standing at his door, she's barefoot, she's soaking wet, he said that he got scared and wasn't sure what he should do and if he should answer the door. While Brittany was standing there on his porch, this 17-year-old boy said that somebody started banging and banging and banging on his front door really hard and really loud. The boy said that this freaked him out, so he did not answer the back door where Brittany was or the front door. I want to know so bad who was banging on that front door. The boy said he didn't look out any windows, he didn't answer the door, so he has no idea who could have been banging on that door. It really makes me wonder if it was the man with the mutton-chop sideburns. And if it was, why was he banging on the door so frantically? It seems as though Brittany may have been going house to house looking for help, either for the fact that she got into a car accident or the fact that maybe she's trying to get away from this man. And unfortunately, those were the last two credible sightings of Brittany. The lead investigator on Brittany's case has stated that they have searched the area where the old man lives 20 different times. They have searched with horses, ATVs, helicopters, they've brought in dogs, and they've even searched on foot, and unfortunately, they have not found anything. He stated that they have had over 200 tips come in, they've done over 200 interviews, and they've searched 134 different houses with search warrants, but again, nothing has turned up. Somebody out there knows exactly where Brittany Shank is and what happened, and Darian feels that that person is a lot closer to home than everybody thinks. Despite Brittany's substance abuse issues, her life still matters. She is a daughter, a sister, and a mother. And Darian is going to fight day in and day out to be able to find out where her sister is and what happened. And she does not care who the heck she has to take on in order for this to happen. So I really wanted to be able to help Darian and get her sister's story out there. So if you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to join our Crimeholics podcast discussion group on Facebook or follow us on Instagram where I will have pictures of Brittany posted. Please share her story and say her name so we can help her bring her home to her family. Crimeaholics, as always, be aware and take care.